0: Welcome to Mountain Mama Misadventures, stories of mishap and adventure from women adventurers. Every woman has a story she can share, from the zany to the inspirational. <laughs> Brought to you by Mountain Mamas, a nonprofit women's adventure organization. Women empowering women to adventure. My name is Emily Hacken. And I'm Deborah Moore. And we are your hosts. And we're super excited to have you come and join us for episode 13? Yeah, no. 13, thirteen, yeah. Okay, third episode thirteen, and we have a returning guest, Catherine, our cousin from Tennessee, has come Yay. back to join us again. We're super. Hello.
1: <laughs> so happy to be here.
0: She is um in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and just for a little intro on her from last time, she's married, um, and has four kids and a big poodle and has a zillion instruments, and it was hilarious. She plays many uh many instruments. Which how many instruments do you play, Kay?
1: Quite a few, I can play everything on that list except trumpets, but not well. She gave also, us a list
0: of 30, how many, 32 <laughs> instruments. And then she just remembered four violins that she actually has at her house. And a kalimba. <laughs>
1: that? Tell us what a kalimba is.
0: A it kalimba a is, a,
1: <laughs> it's like a thumb piano. Anybody could play that. Like thumb it's piano. the instrument that anyone can play. It's like, it comes in a certain key. So it doesn't matter which tongue that you press after the other. It doesn't matter what the successive notes are. It will sound great. That's the perfect instrument.
0: I feel like this is the perfect instrument for everyone wanting to start piano. Right? Yes. This sounds super amazing.
1: (laughs) So like for my husband who's going through that midlife transition and wants to start an instrument. (laughs) (laughs) Here's a kalimba. Try this. That's awesome.
0: All right. Well, Catherine's going to share a story with us today. Um, Um, A story with lessons nearly learned.
1: (laughs) All right, take it away. Yeah. All right. So I had the best friends growing up. Um, Emily and Deborah and the cousins were so far away. Like, I felt like you cousins were the coolest epitome. And so but we you, thought were, you were the you coolest. Know. I just that super weird because we
0: thought you guys were super cool. You were the ones <laughs> we can ride horses at your house and shoot guns. It was awesome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was. It was a really great childhood in a lot of ways. Um and you know, small I'm from a small town, Hebrew City, um, born in Salt Lake, but raised in Huber City. And um, I had the best friends and our parents had a lot of faith and trust in us. And, um, they allowed us to go on a solo camping trip because of course we were mature enough to do such a thing. <laughs> and, 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 uh,
0: and how old were you on this solo camping trip?
1: I want to say 17.
0: Okay. I want to well, say
1: I was around 17.
0: Not like eight. Okay, good.
1: Yeah. So, you know, I could drive. Um, it's not like we were dropped off in the mountains. I had a car. Um, so what had happened one group of us was in charge of picking the place. And um, I was in charge of picking up orange juice and one of the friends. (laughs) (laughs) And I had had some other commitment. So I was coming up later. So they had found the place and it was up Daniel's Canyon, which if you know Daniel's Canyon, it is pretty steep in some places, kind of not really forest like there are sparse trees here and there in some areas like it's like when i think beautiful camping i think like uintas i think pine forests i think rivers and lakes and beauty this was not that <laughs> this was not that this was close to home and free so <laughs> anyway so i go and i pick up our friend and we are heading up to the campsite and we're kind of watching for their car. Um, So the friend I picked up, her sister was already there. So we're watching for the car and I've got my two gallons of orange juice and my camping gear and we find the spot. And I should mention that somewhere in the forecast, it had been said that it may rain, Mm -hmm. but not to be deterred full of optimism and faith and foolhardy we decided to proceed anyway (laughs) because you know is the weatherman ever really right well yes he is sometimes right (laughs) and uh anyway (laughs) so we get to this spot we park and i am i'm just telling you the mountain trail was straight up like i felt like i was gonna fall backwards off of the mountain at any point and just all the way back down onto my car because it was such <laughs> a, it was so I've got my two gallons of orange juice I've got my pack and I am like literally like putting the orange juice in front of me onto the trail <laughs> and I'm not stooped over I'm kind of bent a little bit and I'm like going up that way like oh uh, coming up the trail with my. Like one trailing. hand at a time? Like. Yeah, one hand at a time. Down by yeah, the roaches. It was, it the was quite. With your little 17 yeah.
0: year old I, I don't
1: know how they picked that spot. Probably they were like, oh, look, there's a place to pull over. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, no, straight up the, the mansion. <laughs> like, I don't even remember if there was a trail. I think if there was a trail, it was maybe a deer trail. I don't know. It was just. <laughs> So we get up there after much struggle and my friends had picked a spot that was in a depressed area. What do you mean? <laughs> so it was higher ground all around it. They had chosen the low ground. Like <laughs> There was like a little like mountain ridge on one side and a little mountain ridge on another side and in the bottom of the V was the tent. And they had put like Like, like all good campers should, there was a tarp and it was around and they had kind of lifted it up the sides and then they had the tent and, um, they had a little fire pit going and we were so great. Like, here we are on our own camping. We are such adults. And here is two gallons of orange juice for an overnight camping trip. Look guys, I have brought the juice. (laughs) I have been successful and I brought the other friend. So we get there. It's fabulous. We start laughing and just starting to get into what we were going to do. And it starts to rain. Like, Mm -hmm. it was cloudy the whole time. We should have known. It starts raining. And there is no easy access back to the cars. Like, it's not like we can just, oh, it's wet. Let's go ride it out in the cars. Because we would have slipped to our deaths. (laughs) (laughs) It was like the worst... So, you know, not to worry. We'll just go into the tent and just have fun. And that's exactly what we did. I don't even remember what we did for dinner. I think we ate snacks or something. I think I think we were going to plan on cooking dinner on the campfire, but I just don't remember that happening because we weren't concerned. We had this. We were totally fine. Um, <laughs> so we get into the tent, and it's pretty late by then, and there's four of us. And it was kind of a cozy tent and we weren't on top of each other, but it was close. And um, it starts raining and we're hearing like lightning and we're like, we're we're fine, we're fine. There's no big trees around us. We're just like camping in this scrub brush in the middle of this very steep mountain (laughs) and like lightning's going. And one of our friends from Japan, she was just like, Woo! We're like, it's fine, it's fine, don't worry. Um, you know, she, we'd known her for years. They, their family had moved to, to Um And I was just hoping that I wasn't like, this is America. This is what we do. Because we should not have been out there. It was like <laughs> a dangerous situation. And it wasn't like tons of lightning. But, you know, we were kind of exposed. And um, the water just starts rushing And it starts coming into the tent.
0: Uh And we're like... Like rushing next to the tent? Like coming through the
1: tent? Well, you know, like when you can feel... Sometimes when you're camping and you are in not the ideal spot, you can feel the water rushing under you. Oh, no way! A little bit. That was happening. I could (laughs) feel how the water was trying to get... Like we were basically in the waterway like where yeah, like it river, drains when it rains yeah <laughs> yeah it was the worst possible spot that we could have put that tent and um <laughs> so the water's coming and we just start like we were playing games and you know it was fine we really were having fun but it was cold like it was cold and camping in utah at any time it can get pretty cold even in the summer yeah. and this i want to say it was the spring And it did get very cold. Like, see your breath cold. And now we're getting wet. And, like, the water, like, rose up above the tarp line and started pouring into the tent. Like, it is just seeping in and it's... It's because of the tarp, it was being held in the tent. And we're like, no. And we're not about to get out. We had all this gear. We're at the top of the steep mountain. There's lightning. Like, it wasn't lightning all night. But, like, it would not have been very safe to try to get back to the car. But, you know, we did everything wrong except our attitudes. Our attitudes were fabulous. <laughs> We had a great time we really honestly did like I can look back on that time with fondness and um, it was fun like we told stories and we read scriptures together and we prayed and um, you know we talked about how rugged we were we prayed and we prayed and uh, <laughs> and we talked about how rugged we were out in the mountains by ourselves and look what we've accomplished and um, somehow we fell asleep. And, and I, I should point out, I called two of my friends who were involved in this to see what they remembered. And one of them said, I remember that I was not the one on the edge of the tent. So I didn't get most of the water. And I thought, oh, I wasn't either. I was in the middle. She and I were in the middle, but our four other friends <laughs> on the edge of the tent, oh. I wake up in the morning and I see so much water that it is all the way up to the baseline of my friend. If she turned left right, or to the right, she would have drowned. Like she would have in been drinking. Tent. It was like tons of water in the tent. And I was like. She's asleep, and I'm like, Mamami, wake up, wake up. I'm like, we killed Mamami. <laughs> there's so much water in here. Like, she, she wakes up and just looks, there's water everywhere. There's water all over our stuff. Like, we are saturated, soggy. Like, it was bad. It was bad. And um, so everything was fun up until that moment. And then we had to pack up, and it was cold, and we couldn't start a fire. Like, there was no way to warm up. There was no way to dry off anything. And it was still kind of just not raining, but drizzling just here and there. And uh, here's what we brought for breakfast. Raw sausage, (laughs) eggs, and biscuit dough, and my very cold orange juice that no one wanted to drink (laughs) because we were too cold. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and so for breakfast we had raw biscuit dough <laughs> because we were so smart and prepared and here we were going to have these like beautiful egg sausage muffins for breakfast and we ended up eating raw biscuit <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was uh, great uh-huh. and so you know fast forward You would think that the lesson learned in that was to make sure that you pitch your tent in a good place, that you have waterproof gear, that you, you know, have food that you can eat if it is impossible to start a fire. Um, Those are some good lessons learned the hard way. Um, Fast forward many decades to Tennessee, and we are camping with a close family of ours um we decided to go on a camping trip together and it's a place called foster falls and it's gorgeous there like it is beautiful it's in the the cumberland south cumberland state park it's pristine it's gorgeous it's it's the polar opposite of our youthful camping trip and um you know we hiked down and swam under a waterfall and it looks almost tropical in this area like it's beautiful there's suspended bridges and just gorgeous so here we are camping having a great time with our sweet bestest friends and and um it's so much fun and um you know we're telling stories and in tennessee you campfires you try to get as far away from it as you can because by the time it's warm enough to camp in the summer it is way too hot to be by a campfire it's purely for aesthetic reasons (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I would like to point out on this particular camping trip, rain was not in the forecast. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden, very severe weather whipped up real fast. And, you know, we're in the south. There's tornadoes here. So I was yeah. like uh, trying to figure out like, OK, is this like duck and cover and drive to the next town? Or is this like waited out in the car? What is this? So I go in the car to try to figure out how bad of a situation it was. And we had already like divided up kids for the night. Like some kids were in one tent, other kids were in another family's tent. And while I'm in the car, like sheets of rain start dumping like bad, like torrential rain. And um, I was just like, "It's my childhood all over again." <laughs> 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 and and drown the children! I know, I know, grab the children and run. And um. Yeah, we brought our dog. They brought their dog. We, they, they were four in their family and there's six in ours. And our tent, I just heard their daughter who was in our family tent screaming, We're getting wet. That <laughs> was like, oh, the meeting that can occur for the fateful camping trip. <laughs> and, uh, so they all book it to the brooder's tent, like the other family's tent. They all book it over there. And, um, <laughs> I'm sitting in the van watching this and I'm like, oh my goodness, like I go to Matt, like I, I run as fast as I can to see how bad the situation was. There is water all over the floor of our waterproof tent. No, and, uh, we had that set it up. Yeah, it was probably, I don't know, like an inch. Like it if water gets in your waterproof tent, it stays there. It does <laughs> not run out. It gets the there. Of waterproof. Yeah. So all 10 of us. Crowded into the brooder family tent. And we were like laying almost on top of each other. Like there was no walkway. Like it was body, 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 and two dogs, <laughs> one of which was a standard poodle, Eye which is very nice. Yes, and large dogs too. Yeah, it bonded us forever. <laughs> <laughs> we all survived. And incidentally, that night, um, it did stop raining and we were very dry in their tent which was waterproof truly and um, I couldn't sleep so I like unzipped the zipper like zero miles an hour as slow as I could not to wake anybody up and I like contortioned myself out of the tent <laughs> and it was beautiful you know clear skies like what rain and um, I just walked along under the under the starry skies thinking if my teenage self could see me now <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh it
1: It was great yeah
0: that is so fun thank
1: Uh, you thank you although your teenage self also would be like oh good i survived (laughs) i know i know and And we we, we did have mishaps after that too we were like hey let's go rock climbing it had been like 10 years since matt and i had gone rock climbing and we're introducing our friends to this and we could tie, like, the figure eight. But for some reason, I could not follow it back along to, you know, you do your figure eight, you put it yeah, in, and you then you follow. follow. I could not get the knot right. Like, every time something was wrong and our friends were like, um, I think we're just going to drive home. <laughs> they leave, and then we figure it out, and we have this fabulous time after.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, after they left? Or did they, like, did they stay to climb? or?
1: No, they did. Well, by that point, like, kids were tired and cranky, and it was hot. Tennessee gets so hot. Um, so they did end up leaving, and we had a great time. Um, <laughs> you know, I – I, uh, there are further incidents. I don't know how we are in time, but, yeah, that particular rock climbing turned into a comedy of errors. <laughs> well,
0: we have a few minutes. Yeah, we, have a, yeah, we have a few, yeah. Yeah,
1: so I, I guess what I'll say, if there is anything to be said about rock climbing – you should know what route you're climbing before you climb it. And you shouldn't be like three-fourths of the way up before somebody walks along and said, whoa, she's on a 513. I was like, lead climbing. And I hadn't Ah! done it in 10 years. And there were spiders. Like we get there. Like that's another, that's another, I will leave this for posterity. If you come upon a popular climbing area and you find a route that looks fun, but is covered in spider webs maybe that's a sign that That it's a little a little higher than you thought and uh that maybe (laughs) Maybe you should wait for another route to open up before you (laughs) climb or you might end up falling and twisting your ankle into the rocks (laughs) (laughs) it was fine it was totally fine and fun but you know lessons for posterity
0: I had the same thing happen. I was climbing with some friends and it was a wall of bees. I've never <laughs> seen that before. And the wall, was like everywhere you went to grab. It was just like bees everywhere.
1: that's oh, <laughs> the worst. This was spiders. And every time I went to grab something, like spiders would pour out of the rock. And I, I had my little twig and I'm trying to like clear off the route and I'm trying to sweep away the spider's. And I'm trying to, like, cool in front of my children because they were all terrified to rock climb. And this was their introduction to rock climbing. I was like, it's fine, and it's so fun, you guys. Spider, oh, spider, spider. And I'm, like, trying to get them out. And then, like, it was inverted, and you couldn't really tell that from the bottom. So I'm trying to hang on as much as I can. I'm trying to keep three points of contact, and there's spiders pouring out, and I'm, like, trying to brush them aside. And finally, like... The last three quick draws to place, the last three bolts, I go to get it. The spider runs out. I scream. I fall. <laughs> I, you know, I mean, you fall twice the length that you've just climbed. So I don't know. It wasn't more than 12 feet, but <laughs> I like pendulum swing into the rocks. There's like this perfect little crevasse where my ankle goes in and then I bend the wrong way. And I was like, <sighs> just lower me down. <laughs> Like, wasn't uh, that fun, kids? Wasn't, wasn't that, that great? great.
0: <laughs> Yikes. I'm just trying to imagine them below you watching all these little spiders falling down. <laughs> <laughs> and there then, were like, spectators.
1: There were people like, that falling. were stopping to watch me climb because they thought I knew what I was doing because it was a 513. <laughs> and so then, this happened not only in front of my family. It happened in front of total stranger spectators. <laughs> It was great. It was oh,
0: fun. That was good. We haven't had a good climbing story. Oh, yeah. oh my God. I love it. No, no, yeah, and I definitely I love the like like you said the idea of the kids watching and just being like like this is fine, this is fine, ah, this is fine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Spiders everywhere. You know those those moments as a parent when you're like trying to convince yourself so out loud that the kids are like they're not fooling anyone. <laughs> That's what it was. That is exactly what it was. <laughs> Well, <laughs> luckily we didn't get all our gear back you know that's the danger of lead climbing foolishly
0: <laughs> yes that's super impressive
1: yeah that was mad i was not going back up there after i fell i'm like it's your turn go get all the gear
0: <laughs> well that's it for today's adventure join us next time women and remember a woman's place is in the mountains. Thank you so much, Catherine. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Good to be with
1: you. <laughs>